Good morning. I invite you to turn to 1 Peter chapter 5, and we will read verses 5 through 7 in preparation for our time of confession together. 1 Peter 5, 5 through 7. This is the word of God. Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another. And be clothed with humility, for God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Amen. Well, we've often come back to this passage and its instruction on humility for us. And in particular, uh, I think in past times we've talked about the language of being clothed with humility. It's a beautiful picture of what we should have in terms of our demeanor. Like an adornment, uh, humility is to be found in all aspects of how we handle ourselves in terms of our speech, uh, our, our uh, thoughts, our actions, our facial expressions, all, all these different ways in which we express the clothing of humility. And in this section, Peter quotes from the Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 3, and we read there, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And this is very important for us to consider how God responds to us in terms of our demeanor. If we are proud, we have the omnipotent God of the universe to resist us. That's a very scary proposition to consider. That would be the most profoundly unwise thing to do, is to set yourself in opposition to the God of the universe. But then, of course, we have this other part of the proverb, that he gives grace to the humble. And so all we need to do is humble ourselves under God's mighty hand, and he will pour out grace upon us. Now, in past times, I think we've talked about what the clothing of humility looks like. Uh, We can list characteristics of humility to consider. Uh, I want to do something somewhat different this morning and consider, by way of contrast, the opposite. What would it look like to be clothed with pride? And so I'm going to give you a, a list of things that I was pondering and trying to think through of characteristics of pride so that we can bring that as a diagnosis to our hearts. And as I give you this list, it's possible that you might wince at points. Uh, There may be some appropriate conviction that each of us experience as I read this list. Different things may hit us in different ways. And I would not want you to take from this list the wrong idea. I might read this list and then something hits you, and if you have a sensitive and tender conscience, which is a good thing to have, you might uh, extrapolate wrongly from that, oh, God is going to oppose me for the next month. I'm, I'm done because I failed in one particular way. Well, don't, don't take it that way because all we have to do is humble ourselves. We can recognize anything on this list, humble ourselves, have a broken and contrite heart, and we can know that God is going to give us grace even right now. So don't take the list that way. Nevertheless, if we stubbornly keep the clothing of pride on, then the warning applies. So consider this list. I'm just going to read this for us. This is the, a list of ten characteristics of the clothing of pride. Number one, the person who is clothed in pride will think much about self and little about God. 
God's goodness, mercy, justice, holiness will not be in their thoughts very much, but they will think about themselves a lot. Number two, the person who is clothed in pride will not receive correction from others. They will resist almost anyone who brings any kind of correction to them. Number three, the person clothed in pride will have a great degree of confidence in their own plans and perspectives and decisions, and they will tend to disparage the perspectives and counsel of others. Number four, the person clothed in pride will tend often to compare themselves to others in their thoughts. Number five, the person clothed in pride will be highly concerned about what others think about them, and much less concerned about the honor of God's name. Six, the person clothed in pride will give much thought to the offenses committed against them and give very little thought to how great their sins are against a holy God. Seven, the person clothed in pride will not be satisfied with leaving justice or mercy in the hands of God, but will demand that those who have offended them pay up or be punished in some way or another. Eight, the person clothed in pride will complain about the circumstance, their circumstances frequently, thus subtly accusing God of acting unjustly or unwisely in his providence, and will have very little to no gratitude. Number nine, the person clothed in pride will think very highly of their gifts, their abilities, their importance, and their contributions. Number 10, the person clothed in pride will think first about ways people have not loved and served them, but will not think first about how they could love and serve others. So there's 10 things for our consideration. We could surely add additional characteristics to this list. And, And it's a painful list in many ways, because each of us, as we come to such a list, can see, yeah, I've done that, and struggle with that, and we we all experience these things. And so if you struggle with the sin of pride, as I do, then I want you to remember that if any one of us does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. And he is the propitiation for our sins, not for our sins only, but for the sins of the whole world, the Word of God says. So he has a great redemption, is what 1 John tells us, and he can set us free from all of these wrong ways of thinking and acting. And so this should give us confidence that if we unburden our hearts before God, if we identify these patterns within ourselves, that we will be forgiven. We will be cleansed, and the Spirit of God will work in us a deepening humility. Uh, We can, by God's grace, take off the clothing of pride and burn those old clothes and put on the clothing of humility, which the Spirit of God can grant us. So let us pray uh, to that end now as we confess our sins. Our merciful Father, we come to you and acknowledge that we are sinners who daily break your commandments. We are a needy people who are in need of your forgiveness and your renewal now. We ask that you would forgive us for our prideful thoughts and actions. We, we confess that we think too much about ourselves. We think too highly about ourselves. And we ask that you would uh, grant us that clothing of humility, that it would be apparent to all around us that we have been reclothed in this new perspective, this new mind, this new demeanor, uh, because we are beginning to think rightly about ourselves, thinking not too highly, but with sober judgment. So I ask, Lord, that you would set us free from these besetting sins as a congregation, 
And we now take a moment to confess our own sins before the Lord.